You're listening to Innovating Smart, stories of sustainability for tomorrow's innovators. Explore all of our stories at innovatingsmart.org. What is smart? Smart is system savvy, managed intelligently, adaptive, regenerative, and trusted. These are our design principles for a sustainable world. Hi, my name is Sue Liebeck, and I'm the director here at Innovating Smart. I'm also a partner at Strategic Alliances Resources Network, or Starnet, where we focus on innovating through alliances. Today at Innovating Smart, we have the pleasure of speaking with Susan Lucas-Conwell. Susan is the new CEO at Great Place to Work. Now, when it comes to systems, the T in SMART stands for trust, and Great Place to Work makes it its business to help organizations and their operations to be imbued with a big T, trust. We're very happy to speak with Susan today. Thank you, Sue. So my full name is Susan Lucas-Conwell, and I'm CEO of Great Place to Work Institute. Great Place to Work Institute is a company that has been around for 20, 25 years, and it has been what I like to call the Wizard of Oz behind the fortune list. So in fact, one of the first training lessons for my team here has been to try to describe what we do without talking about the fortune list. We have, over the period of time, assessed over 6,000, 10,000 companies wow. across 45 countries, mm-hmm. and nobody knows who we are. <laughs> but all of those best companies know how important it is to think about trust and to create a great workplace culture and how important it is to have a great workplace culture to drive business performance. And as we think about it globally, all the time that we spend at work, wouldn't it be nice if we were happy doing it? And if, as Dr. Goodnight at SAS said, SAS being a software company on the best companies list for years, all I want to do is make sure that an employee goes home at the end of the day and wants to come back to work tomorrow morning. So all the value and all the lives that a small company like Great Place to Work can change simply by helping other companies create wonderful workplace values and cultures. What a powerful position to be in. Um, Tell us a bit about um, what brought you to this place at this time. So... I had been, as you know, at SV Forum, which is the largest and oldest not-for-profit in Silicon Valley, helping technology companies build their businesses, uh, not-for-profit with a mission around technology and small companies for five years. I love to start up and turn around things and tinker, Mm -hmm. and felt that lots of wonderful things had happened at SV Forum, and that they could carry on. You know those children in Mary Poppins grow up. They do. And they take, and Mary Poppins takes her umbrella and she goes on to somewhere else, or her parasol or whatever you want to call it. So I was thinking about that and thinking how much it happened and changed over the time that I'd been at SV Forum when a recruiting firm reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in Great Place to Work, a company with an amazing social mission, mm-hmm. capability of changing companies and individuals' lives and company with a huge opportunity to grow and innovate. Also company with a great name but little branding recognition. Mm -hmm. Too great to resist. Right. I will say that if it didn't have great people, it wouldn't have been of interest. So we have a wonderful board, including one of the two Mm co-founders. We have in the U.S. mm, 45 people 
headquartered in San Francisco, mm -hmm. offices in New York, and the network of another 450 people worldwide. Wow. So it was irresistible, what can I say? It was irresistible. Yeah. And the social piece uh, today, mm -hmm. um, of course, businesses are ever so slowly getting to mm -hmm. move toward um, at least naming the triple bottom line, if not necessarily being able to work to them. Um, and creating that, uh, that, that social fabric for employees as, as well as being concerned about um, the people in the extended community of a company um, is increasingly important, especially at this time in, in early 2012. Um, do you tell us a little bit um, about that? Um, if, if you have some thoughts about the triple bottom line, do share them. And then um, I would like to know a little bit about how this company got started, what mm -hmm. you know about, um, about, about the beginnings of this company. So if we start at the end and then we revisit the beginning, mm -hmm. today what we do is we help companies benchmark against Olympic athletes. So that high school track athlete, is he going to run that 432 mile? Maybe. Maybe not. We have all the data, thousands of companies to figure out if they are. So benchmarking and assessing, where are you on the journey to become a great workplace okay. culture? And then helping them with training and advisory programs to become that great company. It's like being a, a coach. Absolutely. Very... Absolutely like being a coach with all the stats in mind. Right. Um, a company coach as opposed a company to a coach. person coach. Yep. I won't uh, compare it to Moneyball since the issue was a little different there. <laughs> a, little different. <laughs> a little different. A little there. different there. But, there, but there's data. There is data. Mm -hmm. uh, lots and lots of data. So to discover those diamonds in the rough in the backyard, yeah. to help those companies on their journey, whether they're doing well or not doing well. Yeah. Um, the key ingredient is trust mm -hmm. and transparency and communications. And the company started 20 years ago mm -hmm. um, when a couple, a researcher and a journalist, um, were asked, and the journalist, Robert Lev Levering in mm -hmm. particular, was asked by Fortune if he would want to write or work on a book about great workplaces. Mm -hmm. And his first response was, well, there aren't any. I'll write a book about crappy workplaces. <laughs> to which Fortune said, we don't have a budget for legal fees big enough <laughs> for you to write that book. We have to go a different way. We have to go a different way. Let's look at the positive. So he and his co-author, Milt Moskowitz, went on a journey that took quite some time visiting companies at the time and interviewing them. Now, what year was this? This again? was in the early 80s. Okay. 98, yeah. Well, late 80s, right? Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. the first book came out in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. So a lot of work and thought was put into what that should look like and then listening to companies. So what were the key ingredients? What distinguished a great company and a great workplace from a lousy one? Mm-hmm and trust came out. And so from there evolved a trust index that we do that's a quantitative study, okay. assessing and benchmarking, and then a culture audit, which is the qualitative piece. Mm -hmm. So the first is the voice of the employee. Mm -hmm. Is it fair? Am I treated fairly? Are layoffs considered a last resort? Mm -hmm. Can I talk to my manager? Mm -hmm. Where's the trust? Where's the communication? Mm -hmm. And then the culture audit is more the qualitative piece around companies telling you what they actually provide to employees. And so that's where it started. The tools have evolved and developed over the years. We do them for companies, for Fortune. 
We also work on a small and medium-sized um, company list. We do it around the world. Um, but it really is a process that's evolved. So if you think about, again, that company coach, most importantly, are you even ready to sit at the table? Mm -hmm. And do you really care? I think the key becomes even more meaningful in downtimes. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty easy to talk about uh, million dollar bonuses mm -hmm. in certain places of the world, mm -hmm. in certain cities, on certain streets, mm -hmm. when times are good. Right. It's a lot harder to walk the talk and to have that trust and transparency of communications when the business is bottoming out. Right. And there are many wonderful examples of small companies that continue, even large ones, that continue to walk the talk. And we'll talk about and help employees in those difficult times, let's mm -hmm. say when they have to lay off, when they may have to close the doors. And then what happens? In many cases, we have wonderful stories about companies that come out on top of their industries. Why? Because of what they created and installed. It is the soft stuff that's the tough stuff. It is the tough, the mm -hmm. stuff that is really hard to quantify. You can cover a lot up with speed and money yes. and et cetera. Absolutely. And so this is a very especially good time to get really good at something that is um, sometimes hidden, always present, but um, really kind of front and center right now. Absolutely. And you're there to help them do that. Absolutely. That's great. When you look ahead, um, your goals for the future, mm -hmm. um, in a word or a few words, what, what are you looking to do right now at Great Place to Work? Position the company for the growth. Mm -hmm. I think what's fascinated, and we were talking about this a little bit before, is when Robert and Milt started this journey, mm -hmm. and Amy at the time, um, people probably thought they were kind of crazy. Yeah. And why do we really care about this? Uh, and today, you could argue that the theme of trust has become mainstream and so critical Very to so. innovation. So as we look forward, wouldn't it be wonderful if this were truly mainstream? Right. And every workplace were a great workplace, as opposed to all those examples that will come to mind instantly as people listen to our discussion and go, oh, but so-and-so, that's not a great workplace. Right. Right. It could, it could redefine productivity from Absolutely. just doing what we're doing more cheaply, but yeah. doing so much more than that's we right. could do that's without right. this trust. That's right. On, on, on not only a scale, but in a, in a dimensionality yep. that goes beyond what we're even trying to do right now. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Very, very exciting. So my last question for you, Susan, is um, if you have any sort of reflections or learning or, or advice for people who are either um, starting a new adventure like the heroes of um, Great Place to Work did mm -hmm. or, or taking on stewardship of, mm -hmm. of a wonderful thing and making it, um, making it more. So a couple of thoughts. Um, one is to stop and listen to the people. Mm -hmm. The people. The people. Your people. If you're taking on stewardship, stop and listen. What are they telling you? Make sure there is a trust and a transparency and a true communications going from the beginning. So often, leaders will come in and think they come in because they know how to fix things. Mm -hmm. But my guess is 80% of the time, everybody knows. So you don't really have to have the recipe. What you do need to know 
is the recipe for listening. Yes. And then putting it together and then supporting and managing. They say a great leader does the right things when nobody's noticing. So yeah. that's really important. For startups, I think it's really important to think about the people from the beginning. And in Silicon Valley, I'm sorry to say we're really good about thinking of the technology before we think of the people. Mm-hmm. And so building that culture to begin with is critical. Some of the top companies today were founded on that basis. Google, number one on the list, NetApp in the top five. So if you think of some of these companies, you say, all right, think of Google who started saying, do no evil. Very powerful, really. Um, So I would say if you're a little company and I have the pleasure of mentoring some of the people at Stardex, the Stanford um, incubator, Think about those people first. Let's let's not forget that life isn't about a line of code. It's also about the people. And what is the qualitative intention that we are pointing yeah. ourselves at? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Great. Thank you so much, Susan. It's been really a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you, Sue. Thanks to Susan Lucas Conwell for talking with us today. Visit Great Place to Work at www.greatplacetowork.com. I am Sue Liebeck, Director of Innovating Smart. This story was produced and directed by myself and produced also by Alex Kawashima, Natalie Forsythe, and Christopher Gonzalez. Music is courtesy of Triplexity with support from Silicon Valley Innovation Associates and Starnet, Innovating Through Alliances. This has been Innovating Smart, bringing you stories of sustainability for tomorrow's innovators. Explore all of our stories at innovatingsmart.org.